we have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the Animal Farm on the We the People Radio Network. The date today is Tuesday, June the sixth, two thousand eight. No, not June the sixth. I think it's the third, isn't it's it? The third. <laughs> Before I know it, it'll be you know, oh September. Ben, what are you gonna do? My name is Benjamin Miller, and I'm chilling here with my fellow disgusted and embarrassed Americans, Tony Pax and Pyeth, who's Hello? our third radio host and who speaks through sound clips. We've got a great show for everyone tonight. We're going to be covering the latest tabloid politics, Barack and Hitlery. We've also got some big admissions by some Canadian police. And we're going to be talking about a marijuana college. Ah. As well as your phone calls and our classic analysis, Straight Ahead, You Are on the Farm. Guess what? I got a fever. And the only prescription is... The Animal Farm Radio Show on the People Radio Network. You are listening to the Animal Farm and the We the People Radio Network. Phone number to reach us, 512-646-1984. I wasn't here. We, last, we uh, missed you, Ben. I got to yeah, tell you. I, I missed you and Pyeth missed you, and it was just, it wasn't the same. If anybody yeah. listens back to last Thursday's show, it just, it's, uh, yeah, it, okay, yeah. I mean, it was just, it was lonely. Yeah. Well, I, uh, so we're good to have you back. Yeah, unfortunately, it was, uh, my my best friend died, passed yeah, away. And, terrible. Uh, yeah. Terrible. It was, uh, it was really tough, but uh, he was, you know. He was a, a great guy, uh, 25 years old. Nobody's sure how how it happened. Uh, oh man, still a mystery. But uh, yeah, so it's terrible, terrible okay. news. So, yeah. and, and you know, again, I'm, obviously, I'm sorry to hear about that. But it is good to have you back, even though the the news was bad last week. Ben, I'm glad that you're you're around, and uh, we're all here. Glad to have you. I'm Life sure all must the fans. Go on, yeah. And uh, you know, so it's it's the Animal Farm show back as a triage. Uh huh. Excellent. All right, so what? Uh, let's start it up, man. Okay. What crazy well, article. Oh yeah. my goodness! What yes. ridiculousness must we cover? Well, uh, the designer of the Pringles potato chips, um, he has decided to bury himself in his own creation. This is what the 
article is titled, but it's a little bit different. Interesting idea. We were laughing about it before the show. The man who designed the Pringles potato crisp packaging system was so proud of his accomplishment that a portion of his ashes has been buried in one of the iconic cans. (laughs) Frederick J. Bauer of Cincinnati died May 4th at Vita's Hospice in Cincinnati. His family said he was 89 years old. Bauer's children said they honored his request to bury him in one of the cans by placing part of his cremated remains in a Pringles container. In his grave uh, in suburban Springfield Township, the rest of his remains were placed in an urn buried along with the can. So he was actually the one who came up with the very iconic idea to put the Pringles in that little you know, shotgun can. So that's uh, a little crazy. And getting on to the nutty police state here, a uh, man can't get on an airplane because of his cartoon T-shirt. Haven't seen anything like this yet, Ben, with the airport. What? The airports continue to push the envelope and to set new presidents for unbelievable nonsense and jargon. Optimus Prime, the hero of the series of kids' toys, movies, and comics books, is the largest, strongest, and wisest of all Autobots, which, of course, is what we all know. He protects life on Earth and defeats his Decepticons. He also can create havoc at Heathrow Airport's high-security Terminal 5. That's because he was pictured on a T-shirt worn by Brand... Yeah, here's another name. Jay Cotty, uh, age 30, who was trying to board a British Airways jet to Dusseldorf, Germany, with four work colleagues. What was the excuse? I gotta hear this. <laughs> what was the... Uh, I try to justify things in whatever way possible? Uh, I'd love to hear Terrorism is rampant these days. You gotta be careful. You never know if one of these guys will turn into Decepticon or something. The character's <laughs> right arm is a gun, and Jay Cotty was ordered to change his shirt or miss his flight because of threat from the image. <laughs> according to a re- according to a report in the Telegraph, so because there was a gun on, uh, you know, Optimus Prime needs a gun. If, you, if you're going to fight the Decepticons, you got to have guns, dude. I mean, look, that's just that's common knowledge. Is it the laser beam gun, or I, I think it, well, it doesn't. Need, yeah, it's got several, you know. Attributes that gun has different, you know, ways to to shoot. But yeah, so the gun on you know his arm, uh, the the you know the Optimus Prime's arm was a threat to national security, or at least a threat to the jet that day. <laughs> oh my goodness! Here's a quote: My mate set off the alarms and was searched, but then the guy told me to stop and said, "You cannot get on the plane because there is a gun on your T-shirt." Oh, he told man. in his paper, Jay Cotty, Jay Akati, I think it's Jay Akati, who lives in the London area. Then reports he was threatened with arrest for asking to see a security manager. Uh, you know, on this show, Ben, we talk about the U.K. and how things are happening over in, in the United Kingdom and that are just unbelievable. The police wow. state news and then just the surveillance. The, the, the crazy stories that come out seem to, I guess, exceed what we have here, at least in our airports. But it's, it really is no different. We have a nipple ring story mm-hmm. where a girl couldn't get on the plane because her nipple ring set off the alarm. They, yeah. had to, they gave her pliers to... To take it off, or you know, to clip it and off. And the woman had to drink her own breast milk <clears throat> to prove that it wasn't. That it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Because God forbid, you know, obviously yeah. pregnant mothers and you know, mothers in general, are obviously terrorists. Yeah, and Lots of messed up things, you know. And the worst part about it is, he goes, "Can I speak to your manager?" Because it is a private organization. It is like a McDonald's or a Burger King or something sure, like yeah. that, where you get pissed off at the service and you say, "Let me talk to your manager, buddy. I want you. I want you in trouble." And he goes and does that and almost gets arrested. Yeah, just and, classic. And, and classic. I could, you know, I could tell you, I could probably defend the breast milk story way more than I could defend it. This is a t-shirt. I mean, there's nothing about it. The t-shirt cannot come to life. It's against the laws of physics and actually become a gun. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, hey, look, it, this happened uh, over there. Well, you know, the, over in there in the U.K., they're, they're terrified of knives over there. They're, they've moved past the, the fear of gun. Now now they're... Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's going to get to the point. And I, I wish I had a George Carlin rant. I mean, every comic has had fun with the airport security or just airports in general. 
But the rant that George Carlin went on, and even this is pre nine eleven, it's just you know, well, what about letting a guy on a plane with big hands, a big strong guy? You know, he can he can kill people with his hands. He must be a security threat. <laughs> you know, it's just it goes to ridiculous <laughs> lengths. Yeah. Speaking of threats. A girl age eight survived swallowing 20 steel marbles and 10 magnets, Ben. This was mind-boggling. Hunting bird, uh, Indiana, I believe. Parents of an eight-year-old southern Indiana girl who swallowed 20 marble-sized steel balls and half as many magnets from a building set want the toy completely removed from the stores. Oh, here we go with lawsuits. Haley Lentz of Hunting, Huntingburg underwent emergency intestinal surgery last month in Indianapolis after she swallowed pieces from her Mega Brands Magnetics Magnacase set. I did pronounce that right. <laughs> so it was tough. She was taken to the emergency room for stomach pains, and the x-ray revealed the force from the magnets had her torn her, t- had torn her intestines in eight places. Ah. She survived this now. Doctors told Haley's parents her intestines looked like they had been punctured by eight gunshot wounds or stab-like holes. Wow. Unbelievable. Haley's father told CBS Early Show on Monday. It is being reported by CBS News. Haley, who spent two weeks in the hospital, is lucky to be alive, doctors said, according to CBSNews.com. So, uh... Thank God for this little girl. Yeah, She's, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of she probably wouldn't stuff. have survived if she was older because, you know, it would have been a little more decrepit down there. She probably was really healthy on the inside and was able to withstand yeah. that. Just imagine what else could have went wrong, you know, with internal bleeding and all kinds of other problems. But that is an incredible story. And finally, uh, with the uh, people around the country and world, I guess, today trying to find new ways to get high, there is a new club drug, but it's called Preparation H. That's true, folks. <laughs> Here we go with Pyatt. Here we go. Thank you, Pyatt. The hottest club drug appears to be one normally used to fix a burning problem. Preparation H, the topical medication used to treat hemorrhoids, reportedly is catching fire. 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 Well done, Pyatt. Wow, when it comes to the butt jokes, Pyatt really is the... Once I read read the headline and I almost dropped my computer, you know, my laptop on the ground. I was like, oh, Pyatt's going to have a real field day with this. Oh, boy. Okay. So, so uh, the drug itself is catching fire, so to speak, as the latest drug to hit the New York City club scene. The topical solution contains a medicated um, medication, excuse me, called phenylepirine HCL, which shrinks the swollen tissue of hemorrhoids. It works by constricting the nearby blood vessels that surround the area, but the ingredient will shrink other tissue as well. So uh, it goes on here. The method has been hailed on the internet has uh, long been used by bodybuilders in need of a quick fix for a problem area prior to competition. I won't go any further there. As well as women looking to reduce puffiness around their eyes. So there's, you know, there, there, there's been other uses for people for, you know, I guess cosmetic reasons to use preparation agents. You know what? I'm experimental. There you go. But one doctor <laughs> said the off-label usage of the drug is ludicrous. It doesn't even work that well for hemorrhoids, apparently, says Dr. Mark Siegel, a Fox News medical contributor. I find in my practice that it has to be combined with hydrocortisone in order for it to work. The notion of phenylepirine is problematic at best. It's a placebo effect. Um, so Siegel told Fox News that the drug can be uh, can cause uncomfortable side effects such as rashes, as well as more serious side effects such as elevated blood pressure. Damn! So they didn't even get high. Uh, I'm looking here to find you know what what the story is. Uh, the New York Bouncer blogger and author Rob Fitzgerald told ABC News that men are slathering up their torsos with the hemorrhoid cream to make themselves look ripped. So there's another 
yet another um, oh issue. Uh, Fitzgerald, who writes the blog, Club Life recently conducted his own research on the phenomenon interviewing a user, a drugstore worker, at uh, a nightclub manager. So I guess, that, you know, there's not really getting high. I mean, it, it's, it's not a club drug like you'd think, uh, you know, ecstasy, that type of thing. It's more about people using it to look better at the club. So yeah. I don't know where people find this stuff. Or things like that, yeah. like, you know. I guess we're that superficial today. But, folks, that's the nutty, the crazy, the unbelievable, and the stupid for today. Wow. Uh, and I'm really glad to have brought that to you, Ben, Incredible. and the listeners. Incredible. <laughs> so, let's start talking about real things now. And yeah, normal news. Uh, now that we've softened you up a bit with the yeah. Preparation H cream. Poor, uh, the poor homosexuals in California just, uh, they just got, got their, their, their quote-unquote permission to get married. Yeah. And, uh, and now, now a gay marriage ban qualifies for for California ballots, so they're going to take Listen. it away once again. And we know how... You how, find it hard to hide the fact that you're gay. Yeah, I mean, uh, people in this country, we know how opposed, how fanatically opposed a lot of people in this country and, and around the world are to homosexuals and the ability to get married, so go ahead. Yeah, yeah. An initiative that would, again, outlaw gay marriage in California has qualified for the November ballot, the Secretary of State announced Monday. California Secretary of State, State uh, Deborah Bowen said a random check of signatures submitted by the measure sponsors showed that they had gathered enough names for it to be put to voters. The measure would be aimed to state constitution to provide that only marriage between a man and a woman is valid or recognized in California. If approved by a majority of voters, on November 4th, the amendment would overturn the recent California Supreme Court ruling that legalized same-sex marriage in the state. It is similar to gay marriage bans that would have been adopted in 26 other states. So. Yeah, well, you know, a little bit of a little bit of a uh, bad news. And God forbid you should love somebody in the land of the free. I know that's it's tough these days, but uh, just more people trying to impose their beliefs on other people using law. So, uh, yep. and I want to get people to call in. I know this is a sore subject. I know there are people who are probably shaking their head, uh, who don't agree with the uh, the idea that anybody who uh, who is gay should get married. I want people to give us a call, and I want people to debate me or Ben or whoever else on this. Even Pyeth maybe can get some sound clips up. But five one two, yeah, five one two six four six. 1984. Uh, I don't know, Ben. For me, it's a really easy decision. If you want to love someone, no matter what their sex is, you should be able to love them and get married. And my biblical or Christian or religious beliefs shouldn't get in the way of that. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, I'm stirring up the fire. Well, I think I think one of the things that you know uh, is a very common statement is just being against marriage in general. You know, what what really is marriage? Is it a it's a contract between two people and their government? Which sort of is a little bizarre in, a, in its own way, but yeah. in terms of legal legalities and uh, tax exemptions and things of that nation uh, notion, then people you know get married for a reason. But sure, yeah. again, the whole notion of marriage is is a little bit ridiculous if you think about. It. That's probably what most people think. Um, I just uh, yeah, I mean, I just look at it as a tradition, and it could be you know tradition for their church or a church or the government. Obviously, there are legal things mm-hmm. you have to do to get married. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I just can't see that uh, big brother. Yeah. Should, tell you who you can get married to that's just nuts so hopefully i am sparking interest but ben getting on my the, wife yeah the I nutty politics oh, i'm sorry Pat. Uh, what was that my wife <laughs> i think i'll keep her okay <laughs> <laughs> so ben i am uh i know you know i'm a very humble person for the most part i know when i am no. defeated and as many folks listening tonight uh know um, many animal farm fans will Animal Farm listeners out there know that we've made our little bet months and months and months ago. Maybe like I don't know, show number eighteen. Yeah. And uh, we, you said that Obama was going to get the nominee, and I said Clinton. And it looks as though Obama's Obama! all. Obama. 
Thank you. Obama's is all, pretty much all but wrapped this one up. Um, I guess I can't put the white flag out yet because it isn't over yet. But, uh, you know, I don't understand what this headline means. Clinton to concede delegate race when Obama clinches. I did. That's like saying that's like saying a baseball team is going to admit defeat after they're already defeated in the ninth inning. Yes, okay. So I'm defeated and I'm going to concede. I guess. I guess. I, I don't know. I'm I, uh, I'm a little bit skeptical as we were talking about before. I, I put the fear into you. How don't I? It's just there's something strange going on. She just she's not conceding. She should have conceded a while ago. And, you, you don't uh, buy that she's just a stubborn talking, bitch. Well, she could be a stubborn bitch, but she was sitting there talking about him getting assassinated. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just. The options are open for me at this point. Okay. I, I, st- <laughs> I think that Obama is definitely going to win, but yeah, well, I, I, you never know with this uh, with the Clinton then? family and and with the mainstream news and Obama what the hell happens. What happens in America, man? Well, let's know? just yeah, let's just put it this way. I am glad that uh, I didn't make a you know a, a bet with money because it really looks it doesn't look good for her. And hey, listen, and, and not that I'm a, an Obama fan, but uh, I definitely would rather see him run than Hillary just because the lesser two evil theory. Um, yeah, so hey, yeah, so you know that, that's the other thing too. And, and then you hear all these reports, all to, the whole thing today. You couldn't even find decent stories and articles because everything today was about how she's going to concede if he wins, which. <laughs> Duh. And how now she's uh, open to being his vice president. It's like, you know, why are you wasting our time with this stuff? Yeah. You know, it's bad it enough. It is a waste. Yeah, it's bad enough that we yeah, have Every election three. since the beginning of time has been between some douche and some turd. <laughs> They're the only people who suck up enough to make it that far in politics. Amen. <laughs> hey, well said, Pius. When we get back, uh, enough is enough. We have Iraq veterans against the war really meeting up and speaking out against the war. So we'll cover that and so much more. Animalfarmshow.com is the website. We shall return, folks. Stay tuned. Stick around. Hang out with us. Chemtrails in the air, genetically modified clone processed food, poison water, radiation, and stress have reduced many of you into toxic cyber blobs. You can't go on like this, and I know you don't want to. Do yourself a favor. Do your country a favor. Be the best you can be and start taking Enerfood now. Enerfood is easy to prepare and cheaper than a cup of coffee to take every day. And speaking of coffee, Enerfood.com has the best all-organic fresh coffee ever. It's fair trade coffee infused with rainforest polysaccharides to, like Enerfood, improve your immune system and not destroy it. If coffee's not your thing, try the all-organic Cocoa Mojo. Enerfood is spelled E-N-E-R, Enerfood.com, or give them a call at 866-762-9238. Mention WTPRN and save 10%. Try Enerfood because you can't be awake when you're always falling asleep. Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner 
or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts. Survivalists. The Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E-Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece, or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks, or a military fuel can for only $16. And a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36. Or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com. Lighting the fires of liberty with your host, Michael Badnarik, from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central, Monday through Friday, only on We the People Radio Network. One two six four six nineteen eighty four. That's the number tonight to speak with us, your beloved hosts. Yes, and if you want to drop us an AOL instant message, it is AOL screen name Animal Farm Show, all one word. That is right, and that was another thing that was missing on uh, last Thursday show, Ben. We didn't have the instant message stuff up because you weren't here. I told folks that that's kind of your bag. Yeah. So I either way, fuck. Thank you, butthead. And uh, we <laughs> talked uh, on Thursday. I was covering some some military issues. We had the veterans. Uh, you know, there was the horrible, horrible story, Ben. I'm sure you heard about it about the Green Beret who was electrocuted in the shower. No, I didn't. Yeah, know it was. There was, you know, this Green Beret who, you know, came back from whatever. He took a shower and there was the electricity wasn't grounded. He got electrocuted to death. Wow. In his own shower in the barracks in Iraq. And on top of it, this has been going on since 2003. Wow. There have been over 15 deaths due to this almost this exact problem. Non revelation, non electrocution, uh, non grounded elect- electricity in the barracks. Wow. So we talked about Welcome that. Welcome to the White House. Then we talked about certain veterans groups not being able to march in the Memorial Day parade because they had anti-war, yes. you know, political agendas. Of course, one and of the most disgusting things I've ever heard. It's it, believe me, Ben. I had trouble not getting sick on air. <laughs> Folks, listen back. You can tell. And then, of course, we had the Army suicide rates were up again, like another 13 or 15% from yeah. last year. And, and again, who knows what kind of numbers are really uh, getting compared to what the real numbers are. We always get skewed numbers. So hopefully this problem gets better. But I did also want to cover the uh, veterans, the Iraq War, veterans against, you know, against the war, the veterans against the war here. They're really speaking out. Enough is enough. One more out of RINF.com. Dozens of veterans from the U.S. occupation of Iraq converged in the West Coast city over the weekend to share stories of atrocities being committed daily in Iraq in a continuation of the winter soldier hearings held in Silver Spring, Maryland, in March. So we had, we had covered that was the first time in many years that soldiers would gather, but that was the winter soldier um, meetings there. This is uh, this is just goes on further. At the Seattle Town Hall, some 800 people gathered to hear the testimonies of veterans from Iraq. The event was sponsored by the Northwest Regional Iraq Veterans Against the War. So I screwed that name up. So sorry. And endorsed by dozens of local and regional anti-war groups like Veterans for Peace and Students for a Democratic Society. 
Uh, quote, I watched Iraqi police bring in someone to interrogate. Seth Manzel, a vehicle commander and machine gunner in the U.S. Army, told the audience. He also goes on to say there were four men on the prisoner. One was pummeling his kidneys with his fists. Another was inserting a bottle up his rectum. It looked like a frat house brain rape. So I'm going to just stop awesome. there. Yeah, I mean, you can check this out. It's Those evildoers. That's right. Enough is Enough is, is the, uh, It's Time to Get Out is the name of the article, and it's rinf.com. Again, folks, you know, the crazy story is, I mean, there was another bombing, another suicide attack in, in uh, I think, Iraq yesterday. And the more you read about it, the more yeah. you just got to shake your head then. Yep. It's not getting any better. But at least the veterans are speaking out, and hopefully we can get some calls from some veterans tonight. Mm, yeah. I hope. Uh, you know, Dan... Dan, our, uh, one of our, our major researchers here. For the fourth show. host at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Thank sent you, us, Dan. Uh, sent us a, a bombshell article, U.S. Prison Ships, and this is from The Guardian. Uh, the United yes. States is operating floating prisons to house those arrested, and it's war on terror, according to the human rights lawyers, who claim there has been an attempt to conceal the numbers and whereabouts of detainees. Details of ships where detainees have been held and sites allegedly being used in countries across the world have been compiled as the debate over detention without trials intensifies on both sides of the Atlantic. The U.S. government was yesterday urged to list the names and whereabouts of all those detained. Information about the operation of prison ships has emerged through a number of sources, including the statements from the U.S. military, the Council of Europe, and related parliamentary bodies, and the testimonies of prisoners. Now, here's one of the things that I was thinking about in regards to this article. They put uh, people in Guantanamo. Guantanamo Bay in Cuba, and they call them enemy combatants, not not a, a right. That's the nomenclature they use right, in order yeah. to torture the hell out of people, mm -hmm. essentially. You know, so they essentially will probably. It was stunning people. video posted on the internet for all to. Thank you, Tony. You jumped the gun there. I did. <laughs> Didn't you? Um, so, so essentially, what they have is they have a floating prison ship that's going to go around and torture people. They'll bring it to different countries, similar to to the way that the, the floating Guantanamo Bay. Exactly. They'll bring it to Uzbekistan and start torturing sure. people down there. They'll boil them alive, and they'll bring it to Iraq and start ripping out toenails and things of that nature. Uh, all to avoid international law. I mean, it's just uh, it's it's horrible. I mean, I'm not a fan of international law in general, but. The notion that we have prison ships to avoid the international laws that none of us really agree with anyways is just sure. ridiculous. Well, the other thing, yeah, obviously, you know, being in prison without a fair trial. I mean, there you go. There's the number one lawbreaker there for us, you know, being Americans. And it's just, it's it's yeah. absolutely absurd. And the first question I have is how many of these people are actually innocent? And secondly, of these people being tortured, you know, the, the, whoever, who they're getting their answers from these people. But again, if you torture me for long enough, I'll admit to anything because yeah. of pain, obviously. So how reliable is torture really? I know Jack Bauer is cool and i know that 24 <laughs> is fun and i know that it's cool to bomb other countries and kill as many people as possible especially cool if you're, to, as cool an american point of view torture memos if you're if you're general you saying that you could torture children, children. With battery acid and things of that nature it's really cool to no. do that yeah i mean I you know, know it's uh it's it's seeped into the mainstream america and everybody just loves it i guess kind of worships it over here and they have rendition flights where they can bring them to other countries and get tortured by their people yeah um, we it's just fantastic it's it's great it's uh what's happening here is just so pro-America. Well, you took the words out of my mouth. What the hell is going on around here? Yeah. It's, it, we're in a culture today where they've actually convinced our people that torture is fun, mm. it's cool, and more importantly, it's necessary and it's justified. So, um, do you have, do you want to play this clip that you have there, Ben, or is it just a different clip? Or? No, I actually just hit a button by accident. <laughs> okay. I tried to make it look real suave. Um, but speaking of freedom of speech, and, you know, and you try to tie this all together, so, okay, it's one thing for them to take prisoners from 
Iraq, Afghanistan, other places, yeah. and to torture them. But what about people here at home? You know, it's it's one thing they're taking our rights away. Conditions are being you know are worse and worse financially. Everywhere you look, conditions are becoming more hectic and in this country more chaotic and more difficult to be to be plain. And so you know you got to imagine that as, as things get worse in this country from every aspect, there's going to be more protest. Not yeah. just not just economical stuff, Absolutely. but environmental stuff and military military stuff. So the more and more you know we're actually silencing veterans now from marching and Memorial Day Parade. So the Pentagon now just tested this new thing and this is I try to tie it together, but they just tested their new ray gun on it was it was a demonstration. It wasn't a real uh, protester. Yeah. It was mock anti war protest. And this came out actually a while ago on sixty minutes. Yeah. Um, but they just recently released the footage that included the protesters, which was very, very strange because the protesters that were that they had um that were actors pr- pretending to protest were holding the signs that said world peace and then continued to throw things at the soldier. I've never seen that before. I've been to a lot of protests in my time, a lot of them. Yeah. And I've never seen somebody claiming to be for world peace and peace uh, start chucking rocks. The only people I've seen <laughs> start chucking rocks are the police officers that they insert with the protesters. No more war. <laughs> yeah. No more war. It's uh, guns off. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So this is really just one as- one part of this this whole article is the fact that. They they honestly think, I guess, protesters behave like this. They think that they do that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if I could even play this clip. I'm not sure if it's worth I'll Maybe I'll try and see if it's even worth audio-wise to, to bring it to you lovely folks out there. Um, but, it, it, yeah, like Ben says, it's it's a refresher course. And a lot of things that we're, we talk about are refresher courses, even stuff tonight. Just stuff updating itself. Uh, but it is the active denial system. It's giant ray gun that directs a sizzling hot beam at its target. And when they, when I saw the demonstration initially on that one reporter who actually volunteered to get, you know, raid, it yeah. wasn't it wasn't extremely dangerous. But he was trying with several different ways to get close enough mm-hmm. to the actual gun or the essentially the people that would be working the gun. And he you know he tried to like have a mattress in front of him. Nothing would even give this guy five feet yeah. to get close because it, it goes through everything. This ray gun actually makes your body feel like it's on fire yep. uh, without, I guess, I guess, at least what they say, without causing physical damage. Mm-hmm. So um, the technology obviously is incredible. We have a lot of technology news tonight, but just from a, a military standpoint, yeah, I mean, just to, you know, the acoustic weapons they have been and now with this, this ray gun, protesting and then you couple that with the free speech zones i mean eventually where are we going and are we ever going to be able to start uh to to again practice ultimate free speech i'll be going into the soil and green territory where they just start scooping people up in the dumpster and throwing them in the back start making food out of them yeah i mean you know it it, just to me it's a world out there this makes sense because we're all going to get very upset very soon as a collective as as a country more and more numbers are going to you know be fed up with, with what's going on so it's scary stuff, folks. Uh, maybe we'll play this clip when we get back, if not much more news. And your phone calls when we return. AnimalFarmShow.com. Oh, boy. We're pilgrims in an unholy land. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard-to-find objects like real-world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece, or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25 
$25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids in adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks, or a military fuel can for only $16. Add a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36, or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com. Chemtrails in the air, genetically modified clone processed food, poison water, radiation, and stress have reduced many of you into toxic cyber blogs. You can't go on like this, and I know you don't want to. Do yourself a favor. Do your country a favor. Be the best you can be and start taking Enerfood now. Enerfood is easy to prepare and cheaper than a cup of coffee to take every day. And speaking of coffee, Enerfood.com has the best all-organic fresh coffee ever. It's fair trade coffee infused with rainforest polysaccharides to, like Enerfood, improve your immune system and not destroy it. If coffee's not your thing, try the all-organic Cocoa Mojo. Enerfood is spelled E-N-E-R, Enerfood.com, or give them a call at 866-762-9238. Mention WTPRN and save 10%. Try Enerfood because you can't be awake when you're always falling asleep. It's progressing, and it's only a short time until it's completely taken over every aspect of your life. We are entering martial law. There are ten telling signs of martial law. America has them all. Use the short time left to protect you and your family with the vital information in this book. Find this info bomb online in book form at survivemartiallaw.com. This book will tell you everything you need to know and how to prepare. Know exactly what you'll need to have hidden to live and how to survive under severe martial law. The worst part of martial law is in the beginning stages. SurviveMartialLaw.com will show you how to act around controlling troops, where to store life-saving supplies, and what to look for. Surviving can be difficult, but possible. Arm yourself with the knowledge, as this is the only weapon you will have to protect your family. Go to S-U-R-V-I-V-E-M-A-R-T-I-A-L-L-A-W.com or call 608-819-8011. Act today, as there will be no warning. Remember, remember the 5th of November. I'm Ron Paul, and you're listening to We the People Radio Network. Yeah, that's cool. What if we told you the Pentagon has a radar? And what if we told you it can stop a person in his tracks without killing or even injuring him? Well, it's true. You can't see it, you can't hear it, but I can tell you firsthand, you feel it. As we reported in March, Pentagon officials call it a major breakthrough, which could change the rules of war and save huge numbers of lives in Iraq. But it's still not there. That's because in the middle of a war, the military just can't bring itself to trust a weapon that doesn't kill. It's a gun that doesn't look anything like a gun. What's that then? Okay. Okay. They're so right. they we can't <laughs> trust a weapon that. Okay. I'm, I'm also, sorry. Continue. I'm, I'm also getting the vibe that maybe they have to keep testing it on Americans before they bring it to Iraq. It's that flat dish antenna which shoots out a 100,000 watt beam at the speed of light, hitting anything in its path with an intense blast of heat. Roger, I'm ready for a one. It looks kind of like a, like a satellite dish, only it's completely flat, but it has yes. the receiver or the projector, whatever you call yeah. that little. Fast. Percent shot. Three seconds on the CLC. 
Watch what happens when the electromagnetic beam made up of very high-frequency radio waves takes on that black board. The operator uses a joystick to zero in on his target. The effect is instant, but visible only with an infrared camera and seen on this laptop. Engage. The ray gun fires, and there it is, that flash of white-hot energy. We are now stepping into the Buck Rogers scenario. Buck Rogers, this is a ray gun. This is, for all intents and purposes, a ray gun. Colonel Kirk Himes is in charge of okay, the rate. folks, yeah, so you, you can check out the, the whole, it's a 60-minute report. Uh, it's all over. It's on Prison Planet. It's uh, Pentagon test ray gun on mock anti-war protesters. As Ben pointed out last segment, that, you know, this was kind of a follow-up because they did yeah. already have the first segment. But I guess, like you said, they... In, yeah, and in case people didn't know, they used this at the uh, Republican National Convention 2000. I think it was. Uh, 2004 was the RNC, I believe. Yes, I yes. believe, yeah. In um, New York City, they had those there. And then, uh, I saw the acoustic weapons. I didn't see the other one. I didn't see this, though. Oh. I, I know they had the acoustic weapons on top of the NYPD vans. Yeah. You know, and, and look, you know, I'm all for riot control if there's if such a riot occurs, but uh, I, I, I just fear the worst. I just fear that this is going to be used way more, if not only for to quell dissent within the United States. Mm -hmm. You know, can't use it in Iraq, God forbid. It works. Uh, it seems to be very effective, but uh, I, think it's gonna, I think it's going to be used a lot more here, Ben, than anywhere else because of the situation. No. You know, well, people are going to protest. There's the, the line in the sand gets broken, I know. and the first thing to do is to start protesting. And a lot of people, unfortunately, might get violent. And, and people the, are pissed. The, the thing is, is that once you, you know, when the things that JFK says is once you eliminate all means of nonviolent protests, then they're, the only thing that's left is, left is violent protests. Uh, so, you know, it's almost their fault for causing these violent protests, but no doubt one of the things that's going to be happening with this is they're going to use this against protesters here in the United States, and what's going to happen is they're going to use their goon cops, insert them into the to the to the uh, peaceful protesting oh, crowd, yeah. have one of their goons throw a rock at somebody and then just start frying hundreds of people yeah. at the same time. If it doesn't happen naturally, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Either way, you have, you have the, the planted ones. Uh, and the other thing, I'm glad this article touches upon it. I mean, you remember in V for Vendetta when they were talking about the police state, the emerging police state. Why attack a foreign enemy with the technology when you can attack your own country? Yeah. Therefore, with the school, you know, and this is all fictional. This is all based on the movie. But let's apply it to reality. And I'm glad they covered this. I forgot his name. But in 2006, Air Force Secretary Michael Wynn, and I remember the day this came out, I was blown away. Uh, Michael yeah. Wynn, Air mm -hmm. Force Secretary, was quoted as saying that the device, the one we're talking about, the, the, the heat device here, the ray gun, should be used first on Americans. Because, quote, if we're not willing to use it here against our fellow citizens, then we should not be willing to use it in a wartime situation. That, that, thank you, that logic to me, I can't understand. So, in other words, we shouldn't use weapons against another country until we use them against our own people. That's what he's saying. This is very What weird. the hell are you... What, what, what kind of logic is that? And this is... A, you you know, make illogical decisions. Yeah, this is not Michelle Malkin. This is not Bill O'Reilly. This is an Air Force secretary, Michael Wynn. So, and I'm glad that they touched upon this, because this is the first thing that came to mind when I saw this, uh, this story, this video. And then, and then, of course, again, you, you try to put it towards the V for Vendetta, and it's like, wow, you know, we are repeating or mimicking fiction at this at this point, but it's it's all par for the course, I guess. I mean, they've, they've really will quelled, be righteous. quelled dissent in so many different ways. Uh, they put up free speech zones, and then they started literally just doing things that were completely unconstitutional, quarantine entire blocks, and people with, uh, you know, shirts that they didn't like, or people that wore, wore pens that they didn't like, literally turned away. 
and uh, and told to go home or go into a different directions. Just just totally incredible, completely lawless, one hundred percent. Sure. Yeah. Five one two six four six nineteen eighty four. You can instant message us at Animal Farm Show. One word uh, A I M. And of course, we will be having uh, Laura Lie tonight with Charles Ratner. That's in the second hour. Yes, first we will. segment. Uh, you know, Ben, uh, I played the Boston legal clip because uh, it's one of my favorites, and it really has a lot to do with what we're talking about right now. And so far, mm-hmm. the show is basically a table of contents for what um, Alan Shore, who is the character played by James Spader in that Boston legal clip, uh, protecting, I guess, uh, Michelle Hughes or some, Sarah Hughes, whatever the hell her name was. But, yeah, they talk about, you know, he's like, wow, he's like, when are Americans going to get upset? You know, we do rendition. We have free speech zones in America, and all of our freedoms are being taken away. And, yeah. you know, yep. all this in the United States of America is happening. And um, you know, it's a it's an inspirational clip, but it's also it's old at this point, and it's it's getting worse. Yeah. And so we is. you know we just try to tell people, hey, listen, you know it's happened before. Other governments have taken over. T- tyranny is is a common theme amongst governments, especially if people don't stand up to them. Uh, and hopefully, Ben, it's not too late. I just hope that we're not yeah. too late to this party because it's getting well, pretty. Stop dire. Being you know, one of the things that we've been talking about tonight here is the fact that they'll insert these rogue agents, these police agents, into protests. Mm-hmm. Uh, in order for these agents to to cause mass hysteria and to start throwing rocks and things at people, um, they did this in the North American unit union meeting in Canada, and now they've just come out and admitted that that's what they did. So here's here's what this clip says right here. Um, they literally came out and admitted it. I die about what? Yeah. Posted on the internet for all to see, and it came with a charge that police masqueraded as protesters at this week's Montebello summit to incite violence. Tonight, an equally stunning admission from Quebec's provincial police. Susan Bonner reports. Busted. Three Quebec provincial police officers, identities masked, one carrying a huge rock, nabbed for infiltrating a peaceful protest at Montebello. The tip-off came from a union leader who noticed riot police standing by despite the obvious weapon. He accused the men of being undercover cops trying to provoke a riot and end the protest. The men were removed but never charged. After two days of questions, the Sûreté du Québec issued a news release late today confirming... Yes, the men are police officers, but denying they were agents provocateurs, claiming they were sent in to identify and stop trouble. Uh-huh. They say the police refused to throw stones, committed no crime, and were there to maintain order and security. Hey, let me just pause it just for a second. Oh, wow. They were, they were there to maintain security. So police officers picking up rocks... Let's assume that they were just they just happened to want to get violent after they were told, oh, you're doing police business here. So maybe it was the policeman's fault. Please. Come on. Incredible. They had rocks in their hands. Yeah, they 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 were provocateurs. And, and obviously they weren't dressed in police, you know, police. No, clothing. they were dressed like anarchists. They had bandanas over their, their uh, faces and they were, you know, big, ugly looking thugs. And, and thank God that we had a, a seasoned veteran protester there that understood these type of tactics and was able to point them out and said, these guys are cops. You, you could see it in their faces. If you ever, if you look at the video, uh, Google this video, NAU cops uh, provoke riot. It, it, go check it out. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, this guy was, you know, really pointed them out, and really, the moment he said it, you could see them shaking in their uh, in their jackboots. It was well, incredible. Ben, you just you actually came up with a really cool little slogan or saying antonym there, whatever you want to call it. Uh, seasoned veteran. A protester. 
Yes. Little acronym, I should say. Yes. Um, that's he was interesting. An old, old guy with gray hair. He knew the tactics that were being used against and uh, and and stopped them right away. That's S- why he was able to understand that they were cops. SVP would be the acronym. But the, the, the reason why I bring it up, and not to be a fool, which I've already made myself into a fool here, but uh, the idea is it reminds me of that one clip you played with the guy with the uh, being pulled over by the cop. You know, am I being detained? Am I free to go? Am I being yes. detained? Which is phenomenal, but it just gave me an idea. Maybe we should start... <laughs> Maybe there needs to be a show or a website how to be, you know, a, a, a protester, a veteran protester. Yeah. You know, what to a do? What, activist. What, well, what you should know, you know, because you, you should, you got to start keeping an eye out in free speech rallies for people who might be cops dressed as anarchists and they may be getting people to you know, become violent to do whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. And if you think it's not going to happen here, folks, come on. I mean, it's, it's happening to the north and I'm sure it's happened here at one point or another. Completely. It happened here in diabolical. LA. It happened in uh, L.A. and there in the, in the, uh, World Trade Organization uh, protest where they literally bought uh, an entire building for a, a group of protesters, then sent them out on their way to trash an entire town uh, or a small block in the city, and then went and shut down the protest the next day, started pepper spraying pregnant women yeah. and uh, doing things of that nature. So that's the type of crap that we have to deal with here in the world. Animal Farm Radio Show, folks, we'll be right back. 512 646 1984 is the number to reach us. Stay tuned. When punks start hassling decent people. Everyone knows how the 9-11 disaster touched them directly. On May 11, 2008, every American citizen will face a national identity crisis, implementing the Real ID Act of 2005. This is your 5-11. Imagine as soon as 2009 being barred from entering a postal office or other federal buildings if you don't have your passport or a Real ID. This multi-billion dollar implementation stands to double the cost of your local IDs. It may not stop there. This federal mandate may take from other social program funding, like education, public arts, and other state programs. Department of Homeland Security contractors have permission to vend your license information for profit. What will you have? They promise freedom through security. If a hacker can steal your ID from the federal databases, are you really safe? The 511 campaign is here to support you and your state legislators in a move to block the progress of this unconstitutional act. Please add your voice and actions to stop Real ID in its tracks. For more information on 511 and Real ID, please visit beatthechip.org. Please join us for the next committee meeting Sunday, June 1st from 3 to 4.15 p.m. at Brave New Books in Austin, Texas. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard-to-find objects like real-world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-M-E-Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids in adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks, or a military fuel can for only $16. And a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36. Or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. 
Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Great host. Great topics. Free speech at its best. This is We the People Radio Network. As if it isn't bad enough that our freedoms are being taken away from us and our ability to use the First Amendment to, to exercise free speech is being demolished. Uh, you have to go hand in hand. and You have to look at the new high in U.S. prison numbers. You know, again, uh, land of the free, home of the brave. I don't think so. More than one in 100 adults in the United States is in jail or prison. What? An all-time high that is costing state governments nearly $50 billion a year, of course, with a B. And the federal government is $5 billion more. Uh, that costs them $5 billion more, according to a report released yesterday. With more than 2.3 million people behind bars, the United States leads the world in both the, uh, the number and percentage of residents in carcerates, leaving far more populous China a distant second. Yeah. <laughs> we have more people... Oh my God. It's the reason why we're disgusted and, and, and embarrassed. Well, I think One of the reasons. I think the average person on the street who even knows what's going on around him would say, oh, yeah, China's probably got a lot more people in prison than America. Yeah. Uh, no, not true. 2.3 million people behind bars. Uh, the growth in prison population is largely, be, largely because a tougher state and federal sentencing opposed since the mid-1980s. Minorities have been particularly affected. One in nine black men ages 20 to 34 is behind bars. For black women ages 35 to 39, the figure is 1 in 100. Nice. Compared with 1 in 355 for white women in the same age group. So I can only imagine the, the race war start here, but we got to start talking about Americans uh, being behind bars for whatever reasons. And Ben... Sounds like freedom to me, Tony. It does, you know. It, 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 it really isn't land of the free anymore. And so many slogans, so many bills get passed that have nothing to do with what they say. You know, the Patriot Act is the most unpatriotic piece of legislation that maybe I've ever read, except totally. for maybe Patriot Act 2, only yeah. the first one was passed. And then, of course, you have No Child Left Behind, and we're not going to get into an educational debate, but ch children are being left behind all over the place now because of this state-mandated testing. But getting back on track here, Ben, we, we talked about, you know, not how to protest, but keeping your head about yourself. And the more you know, the more about your rights that you know, uh, first of all, you'll probably know a lot more than cops. And so yeah. you, you finally did dig up that clip mm -hmm. of, and this is, I, I admire this guy. I want to know what his name is. Hopefully he's listening. Anyway, we were talking about uh, this seasons, guy's a role model you know, to me. Seasoned veterans, people that know what they're doing, people that know 
<clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. People that know what the law is, and, uh, and this guy came across a Homeland Security Nazi checkpoint, and he stood up to the thug, and uh, he was victorious. So yes. here, here, here it is. Look at how he does. That. Great. <laughs> Last name is what now? What's the purpose of the stop? Okay, what's the scope of the stop? Who do you work for? U.S. Border Patrol. Am I being detained? No, I'm asking you a simple question. Am I free to go? I'm asking you a question. You need to answer my question. Am I being detained? You need to answer my question, sir. Am I being detained? Sir, you need to answer my question. And he's taking pictures while this is happening. Like a taking really pictures of Polaroid I guess. camera. <laughs> taking pictures of her, taking pictures of the uh, surrounding area and the checkpoint itself, which is great. Just gathering up as much evidence as he possibly can. Uh, that's another great thing about this. Mm -hmm. To continue, sorry. Am I being detained? I would like to go on my way if I'm not being detained. Am I being detained? Telling you. I'm asking you if I'm being detained. I'm just asking you, for the purposes of immigration, I need to ask you of what country you're Am I being detained? I'm asking you, are you being, uh, what country you're Am I free to go? <laughs> you need to answer my question. Are you refusing to allow me to go on my way? You know what? You need to answer my question. Are you refusing to allow me to go on my way? Can you pull over to secondary? Are you refusing to allow me to go on my way? Am I being detained? I'm asking you to pull over to secondary. Am I being detained? Am I being detained? I'm asking for the purposes of immigration. You need to pull over to... Am I being detained? You pull over to immigration secondary. You told me now that I'm not being detained. Am I free to go? Sir, can you answer my question? Am I being detained? For the purposes of immigration, I need to ask you of what country you're a citizen. You can ask me whatever you want. Am I being detained? You are not being detained, sir. Am I free to go? Okay, now you looking around my vehicle. I'm free to go. That's okay. What's your badge number? You're free to go. What's your badge number? And who's your supervisor? Who's your supervisor? Miss Howe. Miss Howe? Is she a Border Patrol agent? Yes. Okay, thank you. You too. I mean, God. so that's uh, well done. Yeah, well, oh, well done. Well done. One of the things that one of the major things that he does there is he doesn't raise his voice. Right. He doesn't change the tone of his voice. He does it in a very non-confrontational way, but very stern. Um, you know, clearly saying, "I'm not answering your questions. I'm not going to be doing anything." <laughs> Non-threatening. Yeah, yeah. You have absolutely. This is completely illegal. What you're doing right here, uh, essentially saying to her. Yeah, so, and the other you thing... You can see her shaking in her boots. She didn't know what to say. She, had, she really didn't. I mean, it, uh, She was oh my goodness, am I going to lose my job for, for you know, what, you know? Yeah, the thing that I, kind of worries me is we talk about the Jordan Massey case where he was the guy who pulled, got pulled over and, uh, you know, off the highway and, you know, he, I guess they said he resisted arrest, which he didn't, but he got tasered like twice on the ground. And, you know, so many cops, so many people on the mainstream networks said, oh yeah, it was justified, you know, he, he resisted arrest. Yeah. I wonder if this guy... You know, was asked no. to step out of his vehicle, therefore being detained, mm -hmm. uh, was then, you know, tasered. I wonder if it would have gotten more attention if they would have tried to justify it more. Well, she asked him to step over, uh, to jump over, pull over to the secondary lane because he was creating problems. Oh, my goodness. God forbid you ask a question. God forbid you stand up to any type of 
uh, illegal questioning whatsoever. You oh, something something fishy's going on here. Mm-hmm. Why don't you pull over to the second lane? Let's yeah. check you out. And then you could see her once she uh, inspected the car uh, enough that to, to stroke her ego, she finally let him go. I'm telling you right now, Ben. If this was a guy, yeah. this is a male cop. Things would have been different. Yeah, you can you can call me a sexist, whatever you want, but I guarantee you, if this was a guy cop with the ego and get out of the car, you would listen to me, slave. You know, get out of your car, and then he would have, and he would have definitely gotten tasered just because of fun, <laughs> yeah. if not worse. So, to your phones, Jeffrey in Kentucky, the one, the only, the myth, the man, the legend. What is going on, sir? Hey, sir, how you that gentleman you were just talking about on uh, YouTube? Yes, we just played one of those. You, you heard the clip there, Jeffrey, of the the yeah. person being uh, not being detained, but being very uh, <laughs> cautious there with the police if, officer. If you go to WTPI and the homepage, he struck again, and this time it was a male cop or a male charge. I did see that, Jeffrey. I, the reason why I was going to play it last show, and I was even thinking about doing it this show, but it doesn't, there's really nothing audio-wise. This is the same guy. You can tell, Ben, because you hear the, the <laughs> you know, two Polaroid cameras slapping away, and he's a little <laughs> bit more aggressive, and I think he was a little bit, he felt a little bit more threatened this time. But, Jeffrey, from the clip that I saw, and I think I'm talking about the same one you are, there's really nothing, you know, meaty, if you will, audio-wise to present. But, yes, this guy, I think this guy is making a like a library ban of every time he gets pulled over, uh, and he's always equipped with his camera and whatnot. The thing that is, why I got out of that second video, he was up against a, uh, a Latino-origin um, cop, and... He stuck to his guns, even though the cop walked up, you know, he had the big chest puffing out, trying to be uh, Mr. Billy Bad, you yeah. know what. And uh, he still stuck to his guns, and he didn't even ask for the badge number. He was just like, hey, what's your name? Um, you have a badge number? And the guy said no, and he said, uh, well, I'm not being detained, and he just stuck to his guns, and the cop just finally started laughing. And he's like, get out of here, and he took off. And a lot of times, you're right, Jeffrey. A lot of times, they don't even want to mess with you if you if you cause problems they'll, they'll just literally be scared of you i heard uh stories from michael badnark who we interviewed on this show and who um who teaches a constitution class and also has a show on the we the people radio network yeah he had uh told a bunch of great stories about you know the because he doesn't have a license so cops pull him over and they ask him what his name is and he just won't even give him his name because he's like i don't have a name i'm sure you sure. know what i mean i have no <laughs> what what law gives you the the right to ask me what i have what name i have and they're just like oh my gosh this guy's a pain in the ass just get get the hell out of exactly. here exactly you know? yeah they don't they're not trained for this type of behavior i think is is the ultimate uh point well, even even if they're not changed for that type of behavior, I mean, Alex Jones, when he went up the RNC and also uh, in 2004, and also in another incident that he did back in, I think it was 2000, he got, actually got arrested for videotaping. And when they pulled him inside the jail, he, uh, he was just like, he stood, he stood his ground, just like this guy on the, on the YouTube did. He stood his ground, knew what right, right, right questions to ask, and you write uh, what phrases uh, to say, just like Michael Batnerick does. And they're just like, well, this guy really knows what the hell he's talking about. So we got, you know, we got somebody who knows what he's talking about. He knows what to do to get himself out of trouble. So we better leave him alone. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's all about understanding right. that you're... That you're in court before you're even in there, you know. Yeah, guilty well, until proven innocent. Exactly. You're you're gaining evidence. You're gathering evidence as this police officer is doing, uh, asking questions of you and stuff. And all that stuff is going to be reviewed later on in court when you sue the hell out of these people. Like you need to threaten them to do. That's one of the things that Alex Jones talks about. You you have to threaten these people that you'll sue them personally, individually for violating your rights, and you'll sue the department as well and have them lose their job. Sure. 
what a lot of people listening need to understand, even if you don't know your rights, which I recommend everybody to get out and do, know what the heck you are uh, constitutionally allowed and not allowed to do, and what the government constitutionally allowed and not allowed to do, get up to par on your rights. And yeah, Jeffrey, no question about it. No question. If you don't, if you don't know, put on a good poker face, like this dude did in the video. Put on a good poker face. Stand it down. Not only do people have to learn more about what their rights are, Jeffrey, but they just have to figure out and start accepting the idea that police, women, policemen are there to serve them. And, Jeffrey, before we let you go, we're up against a break. Uh, we got to get you back on. We have so many questions, military questions, a lot of really awful things going on, and we've got to get you back on for an interview. So I will contact hey, you. I'm totally free this entire summer, so anytime you feel like it. Sounds good, Jeffrey. Thanks for the call once again, folks. When we get back... We're going to have Charles Ratner in studio or on the phone somehow for Lorelei, episode uh, 14 or something like that. So stay tuned. <laughs> Plenty more to come. You have the right not to be an asshole. On September 1st, Vote Rescue and our coalition, Texans for Real Elections, conducted an exit poll at the Texas Straw Poll in Fort Worth. With almost a 25% respondent rate, we found a discrepancy in one candidate's results, Ron Paul's. We are planning exit polls for the primary and presidential elections in 2008. This is a fun and exciting process in exercising our rights as citizens. Join us as a volunteer with Vote Rescue to monitor those elections and remind the government that elections belong to the people. Become a part of the growing movement to restore elections to the citizens with hand-counted paper ballots. We are winning. Exciting progress is being made, but we need your help. See our website, voterescue.org, for our meeting and action schedule, or call 512-775-3737. All right, you are back listening to the Animal Far and the We, the Sheeple Radio Network. <laughs> this a bombshell, uh, an absolute bombshell that just came out. Uh, did the CIA give the Iranian blueprints to build the bomb? Uh, and uh, I guess you know this, this is a, a very good article that uh, it's it's a little bit left wing uh, in the left right paradigm world because it says George, George Bush insists that Iran must not be allowed to develop nuclear weapons. So why six years ago did the CIA give the Iranians blueprints to build a bomb? Mm-hmm. This book nuclear. was uh, published in the year 2000, sure. um, and six years ago that would mean that Clinton gave the Iranians a bomb. So sure. they they're they're a little inaccurate there trying to pull their left right pull paradigm. Uh, thing going on, but essentially what happens is they sent them blueprints for their to build a nuclear weapon. The CIA did, and what happened was they tried to sabotage the blueprints to set them to set their nuclear program back a couple of years. And what sure. ended up happening is one CIA analyst, uh, before sending it off, I think I believe the CIA analyst or the Russian analyst said, "There's something wrong with this. This isn't right. The blueprints aren't right." Right. Um, so they essentially gave them. About like ninety ninety percent of blueprints to to build an, uh, a nuclear bomb. Yeah, well, so, so much of thank you. So much of the the American mindset 
uh, just the average kind of Joe or Jane on the street, if you will. So many people, yeah, they, so many people, they just they just don't have any clue about anything below the surface. And what I'm what I'm saying is what our government has been doing since the early 80s, the late 70s, as far as you know, really sponsoring terrorism. And I I don't want to you know not in the Alex Jones ish sense. Like we're not talking 9/11. We're just talking about sponsored terrorism. Thank you, Alex. Uh, but we're talking more about you know we have this article uh, 20 the May 19th of uh, you know this this year Iran busts CIA terror network. I mean it's right there. Tehran Times the Intelligence mm-hmm. Ministry on Saturday released details of the d- detection and dismantling mantling of our terrorist network affiliated to the United States. In a coordinated, coordinated operation on May 7th, Iranian intelligence agents arrested the terrorist network's members who were identified in Fars, Kuzakstan, Gilan, West Azerbaijan, and Tehran provinces. I'm sorry, I muffed a couple of those up. Uh, the group's plan... Go ahead, George. The group's plans were devised in the U.S. according to the announcement, which added that they had planned to carry out a number of acts, such as the bo- uh, bombing scientific, educational, and religious centers, shooting people, and making public places in various cities insecure. So, I mean, this is just one, Ben, but there's yeah. so many examples of our government funding groups that mm-hmm. you could consider to be terrorist groups. Causing chaos throughout the world and, and, and getting order by having that chaos. You know, one of the things that I was watching this great Bill Clip uh, comment thing and he he sort of went over how we literally give bombs weapons and stuff to countries and then invade them for having yeah, bombs like... and weapons it's sort of like he he explained it broke it down by saying uh, it's like that old western movie where you throw a you know you throw a gun at somebody's feet and tell them to pick it up and then and you then, shoot them and then the second they pick it up you shoot them and you say he was he was going to shoot me. He had a gun. I mean, it's literally the same type of stuff. And and people people will never understand this. You know, they say oh, Saddam killed three hundred thousand of his own people, he but was nobody a tyrant. but nobody will ever say who gave them those weapons, who gave them the nod of approval for him to do that. No, I just want to know why people cannot get their heads around the idea that our own government could possibly ever be up to things or doings or activities uh, or they could ever be organized in, you know, crime. Most people would admit that politicians are corrupt, they're criminals, they're bastards and other expletives and police and what, yes. But they just can't ever accept that they could be involved in violence or, you know, terrorism or they could never hurt their own people. They would never do that. No, they would only hurt other countries. It's just a criminal is a criminal, you know, and a lot of times you don't distinguish. So, uh, you know, you have a story like this where I ran bust the CIA terror network, and most people wouldn't believe this anyway, but there's so many more examples, Ben, over, over the years of our government, you know, like you said, funding the problems that uh, we came up after 9-11. You know, all of a sudden yeah. now Saddam has lethal weapons, which is ridiculous. They could never have attacked there's us. There's an entire underlying statement, you know, that happens, and, you know, I'm not switching gears here, but just to you know, just to give a, a point out there, Dick Cheney just made some stupid joke about people in West Virginia being inbred, and uh, what most people are are failing to understand is that you know what he said afterwards. He basically was like, "You can say that type of stuff when you're not running for office." Basically saying that <laughs> politicians are just flat out liars. While they're running for office, they'll say absolutely anything to get in, and when they're not, and then when they're when they don't have to get in, then they'll say anything. You know? Sure. Yeah. But, yeah, it's nuts, and I think a lot of it has to do just do with the mainstream media. You know, I can't blame everything on the mainstream media. People have to be held accountable for their their own deception. But yeah. you got to you got to tip your hat that so many people still today think that uh, Iraq attacked us on 9/11. They still think that, and some of them even swear that we found the weapons. You know, it's it's just the the belief system gets fed with so much nonsense. It's so hard to 
to disseminate the information. And, you know, not that I know everything, certainly not. Uh, I'm probably far from the real truth, but, hey, uh, the bottom line is, folks, you know, get your head, heads out of the sand. And, and I'm preaching to the choir because most people listening know a lot. Um, the question is, what, you know, how do we get the other people to wake up? And, the, you know, the, 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 even though we always preach, you know, if you find someone, they don't want to listen, move on, you got to admit, the answers do lie in these people's heads. I mean, I have a friend who seems to be coming around now, and he's starting to inquire. And this guy was totally out of, out of whack, and he's starting to inquire about things and read a lot more. So I have to pay attention to people like that because the answers are right in front of us. Mm -hmm. If people are waking up, anybody who yeah. does wake up from slumber, you have to say, well, what was it? What did it? And that's mm -hmm. kind of a, it's an important thing, and maybe we can focus on that. Well, that's part Stop of being that's a the uh, yeah. power structure, you know. Um, yeah. the, the Art of War, which is a very famous book that was out there, basically, you know, created the Shung whole thing Zhu. about, yeah, Shang Tzu, I believe, uh, created the whole thing about divide and conquer and making sure that your enemies are divided. And if you're, if you're a power hungry tyrant out there, if you're a, a multi billionaire congressman out there, what you want to do is you want to divide the American people. That's why we have Democrat and Republican, yet we have John McCain out there running against Barack Obama or Hillary Clinton, depending. Yeah. <laughs> and we have these uh, people that are, are so similar on so many of their issues, uh, especially foreign policy, that you, you can't even really consider them divided anymore. Yet the entire nation is so divided, you'll see Democrats and Republicans at, at protest rallies protesting each other, ready to just kill each other, but they don't even know why. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's bizarre. Well, the fact that we've been fed two different types of evil, you know, red and blue, Democrat and Republican, is, to me, the problem. If you can, po if you can polarize any group into left and right, mm -hmm. you can own the middle, and you can run everything that, that kind of feeds those two branches. But, I mean, on a lighter note, and some good news, and like I was mentioning on Thursday, Ben, uh, there was this great uh, documentary, or I guess it's a miniseries. I still haven't looked into it totally yet, but I did play the, the clip from YouTube. It's called Conspiracy Goes Mainstream, but it's CNBC's Big Brother Big Business. So, you know, it's it, to me, it's kind of a... It's, it's interesting, and I think it's a... It's a step in the right direction because now one of the major, major, major mainstream media networks is coming out with something saying, hey, uh, just so you know, the government is tracking every flipping thing that you are doing on the Internet, at your bank, things that you eat, where you drive, what you say, what you buy. And maybe not even so much governments, but, you know, corporations that then give that information to governments. Because that's what a lot of it is. A lot of it is, is in the name of profit, in the name of tracking their inventory, in the name of uh, sure. understanding customer behavior so that they could better serve their customers and their people, uh, which, by the way, nobody's getting better served for. But they use excuses like that, and they, they'll put, you know, Catherine Albrecht went over a bunch of this stuff about how Gillette Corporation literally put cameras in, uh, in, in places in supermarkets, choice supermarkets throughout the country, right. to watch what people's reactions are when they pick up the Gillette razor. Sure, sure. And nobody even knows that there's a camera in front of their face when that's happening. Very, very bizarre stuff that corporations are doing. Yeah, it, to me, it, the, the, the initial issue, at least with the, the, you know, the commercialized Big Brother, let's get off the government for a second, but just the idea mm -hmm. that corporations are taking steps that completely and utterly, dis you know, are breaking the boundary of, pri you know, being private or, um, 
you know, going into a store and being spied upon. You know, your privacy is being destroyed yeah. because they want to do studies on people. And oh, look, his eyes bulge. Oh, look, he smiled when he saw Grover. Or, you know, oh, look, the, the Elmo toys are getting a big. You know, fine. Yeah. Nothing's wrong with research, but you cannot break laws. And the big, you know, the bigger problem is that it's not just the corporations. We have fascism in this country. Yeah. Who do you think they're going to answer to? The telecom industry's just got a, you know, multi-billion-dollar contract. So, uh, the 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 problem initially is rewarded for it. Exactly. Not only that, they're getting paid for it. Yeah. Our privacies are being totally destroyed by companies. But guess who the companies answer to? The government. Yeah. The, who, who you know? Who else? Well, so that is where, where the, the the law breaking comes into uh, into play because you know you have even Ron Paul out there that says you know if I want to go into a theme park and they say to me I want to fingerprint you to get in they have every right to do that. You also have every right to say no, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. I'm sure. not gonna go to your theme car theme park. Sure. Um, but it's a private organization. They have every right to do that. The second that they break the law is when they start sharing that information with the government. That's and that's what is. they're doing. And mm -hmm. it's not even the fact that they're they're sharing it. It's like it, it start uh, now. They're sharing it openly, but before it started, where the government was demanding it from them, from them, and saying that they were going to arrest them if they didn't give them that. The root of the problem, yeah. Exactly. I mean, it, and I'm like, yeah, that's why it's hard to just blame the companies. It's hard just to blame the WalMarts. It it's hard just to blame the Verizons of the world. Yeah. You got the, who is you know at the root of this problem? Some of them are just being made to do this. Knowing that the law is being broken, that's why there's the whole retroactive immunity problem mm -hmm. for for um, the you know in the lawsuits, and so it's just a, a problem that is just in an infinite loop, and it's not getting any better. And, and like I said, I'll dig up the story, but yes, the telecom industry's just got another contract. So, folks, they're, you know they're listening in, and if you if you're a person who believes that oh I have nothing to hide, so it doesn't really matter and doesn't bother you, please call in five one two six four six nineteen eighty four because I think you're missing the entire point, Ben. I know. I think that's one of the that's one of the ultimate questions. You know, if you had, if you're not hiding anything, then then what do you have to worry about? This is America, you fool. The ultimate answer is, I'm not hiding anything. So why do it? Why are they spying on me? I didn't do it. You know, that's that's the main thing. If you're not doing anything wrong, then you have nothing to worry about. Hey, if I'm not doing anything wrong, then why the hell are they spying on me? Right. Exactly. Why are they watching me if I'm not doing anything? And why are they building these massive, massive databases? And why do they have prison camps? Even if you know they hold hundreds of thousands of people. Come the on. Infrastructure. The Jesus infrastructure is, is getting built uh, in such a way where it's it's very obvious that there's. That's coming to a point where there's it's it's the government versus the people because they're they're passing things like the Patriot Act that we were talking about before, sure. Section 802, uh, Paragraph B, I think, that classifies you as a domestic terrorist yeah. if you violate any federal or state law and that endangers human life. So you can oh, jaywalk across the street and they can arrest you and classify you as a domestic terrorist, mm -hmm. or you could smoke a joint and they classify you as domestic terrorist. It's just it's whatever they want. It's it's about creating. Uh, definitions and nomenclatures that encompass so many different ideas throughout the world that they can pick out choice points to arrest the people that they want to. And they're bringing in that infrastructure that lets them, quote-unquote, legally do that. And then they're eventually going to start uh, arresting activists and people that speak out against the ones that are in power. So. Sure. And they're also creating the words, they're, they're, they're making the words criminal and terrorist synonymous with one another. So now, yeah. you know, if, if you're a criminal, you are a terrorist. And in fact, we Absolutely. talked about that guy in Texas, one of the guys who was running for office. He says, 
crime is terrorism. You know, mm-hmm. and, flat out. Um, it it. And it's no. not. It's obviously not true. But that you know that that's what it is. You have to control the language if you want to control thought. Another George Carlinism. Uh, yes, absolutely. If you want to control that's a George thought. Orwellism, actually. Yeah, of course. And yeah, I'm not trying to take the credit away from <laughs> the other George. But yeah, if you want to control people's minds. Yep. If you want to control people's minds, you have to control thought and you have to control language. And yes, people are thinking now that every you know if you're a criminal, you're a terrorist. Everybody's a frigging terrorist now. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. just not the case. We have different types of propaganda all throughout the world, and uh, the United States is a little bit more uh, covert and a little more subconscious, if you will. Uh, but this, out of out of Russian, this is this is this is incredible. Right out of Moscow, uh, it isn't magic. This is from the New York Times. It isn't magic. Putin opponents vanish from TV. On the talk show last fall, <laughs> a prominent political analyst named uh, Mikhail G. Delegin had some tart words about Vladimir Putin when the program was later televised. Mr. Daligan was not. Not only were his remarks cut, he was also digitally erased from the show. <laughs> what like, they put in place of him? Like a disgraced comrade airbrush from an old Soviet photo. The, te- <laughs> the technicians may have worked a bit hastily, leaving his disembodied legs in one of the shots. So they literally, like, I, I guess, clone no this. If you want to use a Photoshop term, they clone this person out of the digital video clips, but they forgot to clone his legs out. So he has a floating pair of legs there while he's being interviewed by this person. I mean, just a, <laughs> such a ridiculous overt form That's of censorship and, and nonsense, man. I mean, at least we're not going through that crap here. Well, but we have a lot of uh, sub, uh, subconscious forms of, uh, of, of, I guess, tyranny. Yeah, well, and of course, we always talk about stuff that goes on in the U.K. We let it off with this show, kind of, and, you know, just, just some of the uh, the headlines. I, just the headlines alone, Ben, yeah, I got uh, a few that, that tell the story. I have the ones here. Um, inflate surveillance in every seat. Another RINF.com uh, no! story. Nice. Yeah, so now, that, you know, this is, and this is not happening in the United States yet, but they're thinking about putting surveillance in every seat of airplanes now. Uh, bin police force residents to hand over personal medical details. Yeah, that's great. No. It's actually, um, I guess it's a, it's a type of technology. It's a type of, I, um, I, I'm not really sure what it is. It's called, they call it Skynet. And this is actually Charles Ratner. He sent this to us. I think it's a satellite. It's actually a satellite that they call Skynet. So there's another one called Skynet Goes Operational out of BBC. That's special. Um, and then this finally could be interesting. It's a protesting within a certain distance of the Houses of Parliament is now a crime. So, I mean, I didn't even look into it. I didn't follow up because there's so much information and there's so much news that are, you know, that's happening in the United States. And I feel like compelled to cover that first. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the U- it's just nuts. The is UK will, in general. I have an article right here uh, from uh, the UK, we need your fingerprints if you want to pick up your children, a nursery tells parents. Yeah. So it's uh, I'll, I'll give them a fingerprint. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give them a middle fingerprint. <laughs> uh, Ridiculous. Yeah, I, I just you know, that's why Ben. First off, I would never have it. I would never raise a child in this country today because I just absolutely it disgusts me. And, and you know, we can start getting onto the now the mandatory vaccine legislation. Did you hear about that? I mean, I covered that last show. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks to Dan. They're thinking about making vaccines mandatory. Um, I'm just frankly sick of the whole thing, Ben. I'm just sick of every time you look at a problem like aspartame or vaccines, anything that needs more research, anything that we have to look into more, the government wants to make it mandatory so that we don't find any information out about it. And uh, the other discussed about National Autism Awareness Day was a joke. So uh, when we get back, hopefully Charles Ratner will be joining us for Laura Lai and ease up the pain a little bit. So stay tuned. Well, this would seem to me a good time for a break. Hi, neighbor. 
We all know that knowledge is power. We've tried to give you knowledge to help you prepare for rough times. There's the worldwide famine and our country's dependence on often dangerous food imports. You know about genetically poisoned food. Two-thirds of the food is disappearing with the bees along with huge crop failures from all-time record water shortages. You know they're turning food into fuel with corn ethanol plants. If we do not control our food, food will be used to control us. Food control has been the plan historically in every enslaved population and is the plan for America. The only value of the knowledge you have to take control of your food is if you choose to get a supply while you still have the freedom to choose. Call 800-409-5633 on the web, efoodsdirect.com. Call 800-409-5633. Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts. Survivalists. The Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks, or a military fuel can for only $16. And a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36. Or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com. News. Politics, cover-ups, government corruption. You're listening to We the People Radio Network. WTPRN. Welcome back, folks, to the Animal Farm Radio Show on the We the People Radio Network. This lucky. segment, yes, we are lucky to be here. Thank you for all your support. Once again, folks, the emails and the instant messages and all the rest, we really do appreciate that. And we're going to hopefully get to some of the emails that we were sent later in the show. Still waiting on Charles Ratner, but just in the meantime, this segment of the show is sponsored by Tasty Golf Tees. Visit TastyGolfTees.com. And that's what they are, folks. They're flavored golf tees. The regular tees like you'd use in any other game. Regulation. But they are flavored. Grape, cherry, strawberry, and cinnamon. 
pretty amazing stuff, Ben. We uh, we love them here. Very good. Yeah. And if you're trying to quit smoking on the course, it's another good way to use Tasty Golf Teas. Once again, folks, TastyGolfTees.com, America's only flavored golf tea. Some good response from them, so thanks for the support, and we do appreciate that. Try to keep the show going. Benjamin, what is next in the queue? Uh, bizarre government coloring book pushes deadly fluoride for kids. All right, all right. Very, very, very bizarre. Uh, uh, <laughs> they just love book. fluoride, the government. Doesn't they just love fluoride? It's amazing. It's this, it's this weird picture, this weird cartoon picture uh, with these kids brushing their teeth, and there's a tube of toothpaste next to them, and it says fluoride on, <laughs> on the front the, of it. On the tube. They want to kill bizarre. us. It's very bizarre. And, and I, I really strongly recommend everybody reading this article and, and uh, checking out all the sources that are in this article because it is very, very robust. Um, bizarre government coloring book pushes deadly fluoride for kids, and one of the things is it has a lot of little facts and doodads about uh, a fluoride, which is pretty amazing. You know, if you're an average American, uh, Joe, Joe Sixpack out there, you don't really think about fluoride being a dangerous thing. Oh, it's in the water supply. It helps us uh, keep healthy teeth and things like yeah. that of that nature. But uh, a recent Scientific American study concluded that fluoride can subtly alter endocrine function, especially in the thyroid the gland that produces hormones regulating growth and metabolism. Um, and there's a bunch of other things in here. Epidermical studies and tests on lab animals suggest that high fluoride exposure increase, increases the risk of uh, bone fractures, especially in vulnerable populations such as elderly and diabetics. And it also has just a whole, a whole uh, thing here uh, about facts about flu fluoride, which is in, uh, pretty incredible. Fluoride is a waste byproduct of the fertilizer and aluminum industry, and it's also a Part 2 poison under the UK Poisons Act of 1972. Fluoride is one of the basic ingredients in both uh, Prozac and sarin nerve gas. You know, <laughs> wow. <laughs> believe me not. That's quite two different things. Yeah, USAF. Major, Major George Jordan testified before an un-American activities committee of Congress in the 1950s that in his post as a U.S.-Soviet liaison officer, the Soviets openly admitted to using the fluoride in the water supplies in their concentration camps to make the prisoners stupid, docile, and subservient. Right. The first occurrence of fluoride drinking water on Earth was found in Germany's Nazi prison camps. The Gestapo had little concern about fluoride's supposed effects on children's teeth. Their alleged reason for mass-medicating water with sodium fluoride was to sterilize humans and force the people in their concentration camps into calm submission. Just, just dreadful. But dreadful. Um, unfortunately, Ben, if, if, you know, if you go to the supermarket, I know I've seen this before. I was actually, uh, I was invited to like this huge little league competition, baseball competition, and they were giving out little, you know, little mini bottles, little mini water bottles of yeah. water, you know, for the kids. It was a hot day. It was like middle of June or something like that. And this was water with added fluoride. Now, the average dummy American, and I'm sorry to call him that, but unfortunately we are just an idiot, a nation of idiots these days. They just don't think twice. Oh, yeah, whatever. It's got fluoride in it. It's good for your teeth. That's all people know about fluoride. They don't think, well, you don't ingest your toothpaste. In fact, on the back of your toothpaste it says do not ingest contents because it's dangerous. Yeah. Um, if you do call, call poison control. You call poison control. Fluoride is not good for you folks to ingest, period. Uh, thanks for coming up with the facts there, Ben, because a lot of people think, like all the other things we talk about, oh, you're nuts, you're conspiracy nuts, yes, we're all just crazy. I don't, I don't know, know why they're doing it. This article's source, and there are many studies for, for these things, but, I mean, it's, it's, it's not just the fact that they make you uh, stupid and docile. It's, you know, new American research suggests that boys exposed to fluoride between ages of 5 and 10 will suffer an increased rate of austere 
Oh, I don't even know what that, that is. That's bone cancer. Osteoporosis? Uh, no. No, it's not. Uh, I don't even know what it is. I'm, I'm, I drank too much <laughs> fluoride. But <laughs> between the ages of 10 and 19, um, that, that effect happens to. But it's just, and the, and the lists go on and on. Yeah. Um, the, the, the poor and, you know, a shameful fact of it is that after reading all these facts, I'm probably going to go home and just brush my teeth with fluoride. No, but see, but see, Ben, the thing is, it's not it's not dangerous to brush your teeth with fluoride. It's like, for example, Listerine. Listerine, for you know, can kill germs and protect against gingivitis. But you're not supposed to swallow it. Yeah. So if you saw, if you went to the supermarket and said, "Oh, look at this water on sale," added Listerine, you might think twice. Wait a minute, I'm not supposed to drink Listerine. Yeah. Fluoride people just don't put the two you know, one on one together. But uh, no, it's fine to use. You know, we, we all use to brush our teeth. That's okay. Um, but it's the idea that it's in the water and it's being purposefully put in the water. It's not just an accident. That's I'm terrifying. Not talking about my tap you know, water. I'm talking about bodily family. But um, it's just, uh, you know, the fact that it makes you, uh, to hear these things about Soviet concentration camps, Nazi concentration camps, literally saying they're putting it in there to, to make people docile. Right. It's just, uh, it's terrifying, man. It is. And you kind of wonder, they really, you know, start putting the pieces together. You start to say to yourself, no wonder why the American people don't give a crap what happens to them. And no wonder why they don't care about these, these, uh, violations of their rights. Because they're, they're docile. And the, and the average idiot that even. It's the dumbing down of America that's happening right now. If there is going to be any, you know, if I were to bring this argument up at a party, and if there's someone who even has half of a brain, they'd say, well, you know, it's just a small amount that, you know, you, you absorbs into your gums when you brush your teeth. That's a small amount. And it's not a big deal. You know, it's not no. enough to kill you. It's, it's not the point. It's, it's okay. Water with a little anthrax. Are you going to drink it? No. Why not? It's poison. <laughs> yeah, so it's, true, there's man. no acceptable amount. And the yeah. fact that they're adding it to water. And like we always talk about. Well, it so, shows how docile somebody is. That's what I'm like, saying. Well, that's they want bit. their own damn slavery. It's like, well, why can't we just teach children to brush their teeth better instead of adding fluoride to the water, which really probably doesn't do the same thing so it's you know a different application it's just it's absolutely mind-boggling and so much of it just comes down to basic common sense with people um they just nobody's paying attention so many people are still not paying attention um but hopefully and you know we've got some financial news and hopefully now with all the things going on i really feel ben that with with the economic situation that we're going through especially in the last six months last 12 months last year um i really feel like people are starting to pay attention more and like i said plenty of my good friends who refuse to even listen to me when i talk about stuff anywhere in the spectrum are now starting to say hey you know we got to get together and we got to start talking politics again i think something's going on True. so it's it, it's really good and there is some is some good news on the health front ben i know we spent some time on that but uh you know and i see we're going to touch upon this last show but there's new high-tech underwear and this is kind of facetious here but nice. high-tech underwear now checks your blood pressure <laughs> oh boy i'd love to read a patent on this one a new kind of men's underwear is being designed to pick up information about arterial blood flow and blood pressure reported london daily mail <laughs> the under- i didn't even think of that I, that's brilliant yeah well <laughs> who knows maybe, they, maybe there's an extra part you can buy the underwear has at least four sensors in the waistband and would determine how fast blood is flowing through the arteries according to the newspaper the technology would not work uh, as well in women's underwear because the waistbands would be too thin to accommodate the equipment quote unquote yeah electrical signals can easily pass through the electrodes once there is natural sweat on the skin to conduct electricity and a tiny device known as an accelerometer 
would track the man's activity, whether or not he was walking, running, or sitting, and this would explain for the sudden changes in his blood pressure reading. So that's bizarre. How, uh, how, does that, uh, how does that happen? How does that work? Well, the only you know, I guess it works like any heart rate monitor would work. But the only good thing I would think about here, Ben, is a lot of people when they go to the doctor's office. I know people like even my girlfriend. She goes and when she gets to the doctor's office, she's nervous and her blood pressure skyrockets. So they take it and they're like, "Oh my God, you're on your deathbed." But yeah. in reality, her blood pressure is completely normal mm-hmm. uh, when she's just living her daily life. So take, keep that in mind. We're up against the oh, coming up against the break. We do have some people waiting on the line. We're still waiting for Charles Ratner. We're not sure what's going on there if we don't have Lorelai tonight folks we will do our best to have it Thursday um, so you know there's that and then there's actually a lot of information and a lot of hype about the Nintendo Wii I'm sure many people are familiar I actually own one uh, this is really becoming a breakthrough. I know video games are often associated with sedentary behavior. It's a totally different story, Ben. The Wii, most of you know, it's this active kind of environment. We'll explain yep. it to you. But uh, the Wii Habilitation, is, as it's called, health games to get $2 million study grant. We'll explain that when we get back. So maybe there are Very some nice. good uses for video games. Stay tuned, folks. AnimalFarmShow.com. I'll be right back. Don't you go dying on me. Hi, my name's Don Wiskin, and for over seven years I've been telling people about Cardivite. Here's Dr. John Matson, a naturopathic doctor, and his views on Cardivite. I would like to thank you, Don, for making my job so much easier, because your products just make it so simple, right? To fool around with a lot of exotic things that don't work, we can just put them on Cardivite and things start to work almost right away. I've had dozens and dozens of patients with heart problems who have corrected them, and what it's doing, there's so much garlic in there that has a yeast-killing effect, that yeast is a big problem in the gut, pushes the liver heart, and also has metal chelating effect, and most of the other herbs in there find that strengthen the arteries, they help to neutralize free radicals. Your remedy is as close to what we do in our program as you can get as far as one supplement goes. It's working on the gut, it's working on the liver, it's working on the arteries. What more can you ask for? To learn more, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit our website at heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P dot com. Times are tough right now, but there are a lot of different ways to get ourselves out of this mess. Providing for our own food, water, and power are a good start. As you may have heard by now, Ken Silver has been configuring alternative energy packages for over a decade. One of Ken's most popular items right now is the new solar-powered generator. For a lot less than you'd expect, this portable system can chop up nearly a third of your electric bill. Getting yourself onto solar power is one of the most liberating things you can do for yourself and your family. The solar-powered generator will run your lights, fan, electric blanket, your refrigerator, and a whole slew of household items. Visit Ken's website at kensolar.com for free downloads, free videos and how-tos, and, of course, the new solar-powered generator. Enter the GCN coupon code during your order and save an additional 10%. Get a solar-powered generator now from kensolar.com. That's kensolar.com. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building 
building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Online and on demand, this is We the People Radio Network. Ray from Pennsylvania is listening. I'm sure he's laughing because we had a little... <laughs> he was the only person who called in last week on Thursday, and he was, you know, he wanted me to talk about the, I guess, the radioactive underwear story or the you know, heart heart rate pressure monitor underwear. So hopefully he's listening. And that, that How much does you. the car cost? Do we know? I didn't yeah. actually... Uh, let me just check. I don't think... No, see, it's, it's not really... It just cost me $6,000. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? No, I, I have to look it up. And, you know, folks, I'm sure if you want to, you can look it up for yourself. So I, I don't know what the actual price is. But, it, you know, it's at least it's for health. Uh, I'm sure you'd you know. really turn your lady around wearing a pair of those, huh? Could you imagine? Wow. She's like, well, you turn me on and I could check your blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we have more health news. We'll get into this wee habilitation thing. But first, to your phones, uh, we go. And it, once again, folks, we're not sure if Laura lie what the story is tonight. I guess we can consider, consider it postponed for now because it does take a while. But if we get Charles on the line soon, we'll still do it. Rick in New Hampshire, you're on the Animal Farm. What's up? How you doing? Doing well, Rick. How about yourself? Okay. I heard you talking about, uh, uh, I'm not sure what, uh, what you were, uh, referring to, but this, uh, you know, a little bit of poison here, a little bit of poison there. No big deal, you know. Don't swallow the it was fluoride, fluoride, Rick. And, yeah, we were uh, talking. We were talking. We were talking about fluoride and, and how it's in bottled water in some cases in certain states. Rick, go ahead. Yeah, right. Dan and Yogi's doing that, I think. Right. Uh, say, say again. Uh, I think uh, one of the companies that's doing that, no, Dan is putting it in their yogurt. They're putting fluoride in their yogurt in some places and, now. Yeah, yes. and as a matter of fact, Rick, Dannon has, I think, a water out uh, for kids that says fluoride included. So, and, yeah. Additionally, Rick, I know that's uh, plenty of yogurts out there. There are a lot of yogurts now, and I actually recently checked. My girlfriend was buying yogurts, and she reads the labels more than I do, and she's disgusted with aspartame because I I've, I've, you know, was talking to her about that years ago. And there are yogurts now that have aspartame in them. So uh, I think it's time. I think Pyeth's idea, before I let you keep going here, Rick, I think Pyeth's idea is warranted. I think we need to come up with a database of all the products currently yes. today being sold that contain aspartame because there's people who are getting sick and tired of it being in their foods. But uh, go ahead, Rick, what's your point? Um, uh, uh, about aspartame anyway, you know, that's uh, that's Rumsfeld's uh, job, you know. Yeah, yes. early 80s, Donald Rumsfeld uh, brought aspartame into the into the market, and since then it's... Matter of fact, you know, the, the, uh, when, Asp- uh, when, when Rumsfeld still uh, first tried to do that, you know, being involved with Searle there, I think he was the CEO or something like that, the FDA uh, had fought him. So what happened was he waited till the presidential administration changed, and he got involved in that one, and he had that FDA uh, uh, had uh, fired, and he put a new one in, and that's how aspartame got into the food supply. 
Yes. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, again, Rick, the problem is you try to talk to people about this and you're nuts, you're crazy, you're you're a conspiracy theorist, and well, Rick, the government yeah. loves you, and aspartame is, is totally healthy. So. You, seem, you seem pretty knowledgeable on it. What, you know, is, what is aspartame supposed to do? What is, I want to I'm, add to your conversation. What you're talking about, uh, this rationalization they, they feed the people about, oh, it's, you know, don't swallow the toothpaste and a little aspartame, no problem, and, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know, smelling the uh, cleaning chemicals from under your sink and all this stuff. Uh, this is a new field of medicine, okay, where we're talking about something called orthomolecular medicine, it's called, okay, and the most advanced MDs are practicing this. And what we're talking about is uh, the effect of what's known as xenobiotics, okay, things that are foreign to the natural organism of, uh, you know, creatures like human beings. Anyway, I want to recommend a website and a lady who is really uh, a leader in this field. Uh, she was an MD. She got very sick. She couldn't help herself. She found her way to, you know, natural, holistic, orthomolecular medicine and, uh, you know, uh, uh, environmental uh, isolation tanks to figure out her allergies and this and that. Anyway, and she's written 15 books on this, and she's really gained a lot of headway. And, uh, and uh, you know, she's got the uh, head of the Harvard School of uh, Medicine and stuff like that reading her books now. Anyway, her website is prestigepublications.com. And she's got two books that come to mind specifically with regard to what you're talking about. One is called Detoxify or Die. That's pretty dire, right? Yeah, I like that. Called, the other one is called Tired or Toxic. And both of these books get into the real nitty-gritty. We're talking specific names and the actual metabolic reactions in the body that result from certain specific chemicals that are ubiquitous in our environment, like formaldehyde, for one thing. Formaldehyde is everywhere. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, for anybody out there, Rick, who still, for some reason, thinks that their government would never, ever do anything such as using food as a weapon, as a bioweapon, uh, I want them to call me and tell me where it guarantees them that the government wouldn't do such a thing. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, people have so much blind trust in everything, then it's nuts. No, I mean, we, we know from a lot of... Some of the suckers, and they think they're uh, HMO, and their government's protecting them. And by the way, the book that uh, the book uh, called The 100-Year Lie, which was the anniversary of the FDA coming into existence in 1906, that book was written in 2006. That's an excellent book for people that want to find out the truth about the FDA. Ain't looking out for you, baby. It's by Randall Fitzgerald. Excellent book. The hundred-year lie. Rick, let me ask you, you this. You told me you read 16 books. <laughs> let, let me ask you this, Rick. Um, uh, what are they saying that aspartame is good for? Are they saying that, that it's, it, you know, what's their excuse for putting this in all the food? Weight loss. Weight loss? What do yeah. you mean, weight loss? Well, because there's no calories in aspartame-riddled food for the most part, especially the you, drinks. You, you, you lose weight okay eating foods and drinking things with aspartame in it. You lose weight basically because you die and you get cancer and you get brain disease and you waste away. You sure do lose weight. <laughs> okay, so, but you lose weight off the of crack, too. Yeah, once again, too, Rick, I'm not sure if you've uh, checked out a documentary called Sweet Misery. And I know it's, you know, again, people look at me like I'm nuts when I talk about aspartame, but I'm not going to stop at this point. Uh, I know firsthand, if nothing else, Rick, and I've actually heard op, you know opposing studies saying that it actually increases weight gain um, for whatever reasons. I guess, you know, th there are certain chemicals that 
make you more hungry, whatever the case may be. But I do know for a fact, from first-hand fact, from first-hand experience, that it is addictive. I used to drink this America's Choice bubbled seltzer kind of water, but it was delicious. It was like everything you love about soda, only was tropical berry and wild, you know, wild grape and all kinds of stuff. Nice. And this was like the most delicious drink. It was better than soda because you didn't have that nasty, sugary kind of full feeling. But I'll tell you, Rick, I, I would probably drink about seven of these. And these are like a liter bottles. Me and my me and Pius <laughs> both were addicted to this stuff uh, for for a while, and I just I just realized like you know I'm just getting sick of peeing every two minutes. But uh, I stopped drinking that stuff, and then I, I eventually learned about aspartame. And yeah, you know what? If it's killing rats, I don't want it. And look, I'm not the healthiest person in the world. Granted, you know I party and we drink beers and stuff like that. However, beer we did cover. Yeah, beer is healthy for you. It's good. We'll get to that later. It's good. But uh, Rick, I want to let you finish. But um. Uh, yeah, the bottom line, and the bottom, the that. bottom line is, yeah, Peter, Peter's reminding me here. The bottom line with aspartame, aspartame, the fact of the matter is that it turns into formaldehyde in your body. You, your body cannot excrete formaldehyde. It cannot get rid of it once it's in. Uh, and I don't want formaldehyde in my body because I think that can probably lead to serious, serious, serious illness and disease down the road. And once again, Sweet Misery is the website. Uh, Rick, go on. Yeah, one of, uh, that, that's one of the things that's figured into the Gulf War syndrome, aspartame, along with anthrax vaccines and all that other crap, you know? When that's you the other thing, too, vaccine. That's the other problem is vaccines. They're pushing these vaccines, and now they're thinking about making it mandatory, Rick. Well, I heard there's 200 vaccines and uh, elimination of all exemptions in New York State on one of the programs in the last couple of days, and I don't remember which one because I've been kind of preoccupied writing something. No. Uh, but yeah, it, it's definitely coming. And uh, uh, and by the way, uh, part of the part of that uh, that I heard on uh, We the People Radio was that the, there's up to 197 vaccines that they're going to be uh, using on one person. I mean, I heard about that when we invaded Iraq in 2003. It was right on C-SPAN. The annual the annual report from the ACIP, which is the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices, which is a branch of the CDC. Anthony Fauci was right there on the tube finishing up his annual report, and he said, yeah, and here's the good news. we got 200 vaccines in process. You know, about 40 of them are for age, and the other 160 for everything else that ails you. You don't have yeah, to. Yeah, incredible. For that. I find it I find it extremely oh, convenient, wow. Rick. I find it extremely and sadly convenient that we just had our first ever National Autism Awareness Day, and there's so much you know uh, protest against the thimerosal and the vaccines, and it's not just in the kids' vaccines; it's in the flu shots. There's so much controversy surrounding this specific topic, and yet. Think about how convenient it is now that New York is thinking about passing legislation to make them mandatory. Once again, a controversial issue. We have no idea what's really causing it. We can't prove it, but we know that there is correlation between autism and vaccines, at least the thimerosal and the vaccines. You can prove that over the years. It's getting worse, and now, before fixing the problem, we're replacing it with something else. They're doing real studies and really, over the you know, years, getting rid of it. Now, they're making it mandatory. They're trying. It's incredible. It's sick. The mercury, the mercury in the thimerosal, as I recall, is something like 150 times exceeding the maximum EPA dose for an adult, and they do that to a baby. As I'm saying, and it's not just that, but it's, there's also several shots in one doctor's visit. It's not even just the thimerosal, the mercury. It's the fact that they're giving these kids eight or nine shots. The schedule, like Jenny McCarthy pointed out, is ridiculous. It's unbelievable. It's Maybe I'll cue that clip up. It's nothing that whatever happened in nature haven't injected into your bloodstream directly multiple pathogens, antigens, you know, whatever they're called, you know? Yeah. Now, Rick, we're up against the break. Thanks for the call. Once again, Rick, if uh, if you get a chance, we have the archives in the on the website. We have 
have the forum, so animalfarmshow.com. Visit there and post the information, but we will promote this website when we get back. Stay tuned, folks. More to come. Of the 3 million-plus edible food plants that grow on Earth, no other single plant can compare with the nutritional value of the powdered seeds and oil of the hemp plant. At HempUSA.org, we ship worldwide these nutritional products with free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. At HempUSA.org, we want to educate our listeners that edible hemp is not marijuana and is certified THC-free. Our powder is 50% protein and does not contain gluten. Gluten impairs the cells from absorbing nutrients. This nutrient-dense food can be stored up to five years when vacuum-packed and is priced affordably to be used as a storable food. HempUSA.org is a bulk shipper starting with five pounds and up. To allow this food to work for you, call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org and order today. The body will react and heal itself given the proper nutrition. This superfood will be your greatest asset, so try it today. Store it today and change your life. Call 908-691-2608 or order from HempUSA.org. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard-to-find objects like real-world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece, or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks, or a military fuel can for only $16. And a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36. Or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Online and on demand, this is We the People Radio Network. Now, Reverend Wright just came out recently and said that he doesn't trust anything the government would do. He believes the CDC is the one that caused the AIDS. Smart man. Uh, Rick from New Hampshire was just on the line talking about how the CDC um, was basically the people that uh, caused aspartame, or that, that brought aspartame into the, the country. And then CNN just put out an article talking about uh, these 
depopulation theories that we all talk about, and this is what the mainstream media does. They, you know, whenever you have uh, the the people sort of waking up to what's happening in the world and sort of understanding what's going on and starting to put the pieces together, the mainstream media is right there to to block the exit. Right oh, they, there to say, don't worry about this depopulation thing. Doesn't mean a thing. Don't worry about it. So here's a clip right here. Incredible. Reverend Jeremiah Wright has his theories, and he's sticking to them. Take this assertion from a few years ago. The government lied about inventing the HIV virus as a means of genocide against people of color. Governments lie. Now, under the glare that's gotten Barack Obama into such a deep political dilemma, Reverend Wright is asked, do you really believe that? Have you read Horowitz's book, Emerging Viruses, AIDS, and Ebola? In the 1996 book, Emerging Viruses, Dr. Leonard Horowitz wrote that HIV was introduced to gay men in New York and blacks in Central Africa by a U.S. government-sponsored hepatitis B vaccine, a program of genocide, Horowitz claims, designed to reduce the world's population. The author is grateful for Reverend Wright's acknowledgment. He's simply uh, doing a godly service and a public service by pointing out the truth that has been heavily suppressed by government officials as well as unfortunately the mainstream media horowitz claims the centers for disease control came up with one of the strains of the vaccine and then helped cover the scheme up contacted by cnn a cdc official points to government-sponsored research that identifies a subspecies of chimpanzees in western africa as the original source of hiv this is a widely held theory among medical researchers. But Reverend Wright cites another book that has more historical support. Have you read Medical Apartheid? Based on the Tuskegee experiment and based on what has happened to Africans in this country, I believe our government is capable of doing anything. The Tuskegee experiment was a government-sponsored program started in the 1930s to examine the spread of syphilis. Men who already had it were not told, and a cure was withheld from them. President Bill Clinton apologized for the program in 1997. Reverend Wright also supports a theory from one researcher on how white and African-American children have different ways of learning and thinking. The theory that kids with European origins have a left brain cog from which they learn by observing objects. And that African-American children are right brain oriented, learning creatively and intuitively from people. We spoke with a prominent child psychiatrist and a noted education expert about that left brain, right brain theory. Both said it is not a very widely held view. Brian Todd, CNN, Washington. Okay. And I just want to, you know, quickly say there, when we think about this left brain, right brain theory, that seems to me like an absolute fact. Well, we've been taught that you know? since yeah, the very beginning. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have your analytical portion of your brain. You have your intuitive, uh, you know, naturalist portion of your brain. Mm -hmm. And some people are, are more creative and other people are more textbook savvy. savvy. We talked about the education system here in the country and how it tailors to the left brain, the analytical side of things, but doesn't really necessarily tailor to the uh, intuitive um, uh, sort of naturalistic yeah, right creative. versus wrong type of, type of thing. Um, and, and so it's just very weird that they would be like, that theory uh, has We use it in school all the time. Is, you know, if someone got a better grade on tests or something like that, a better school, like, ah, he's a left-brain idiot, never yeah. mind him. <laughs> yeah. He can't pay. Why don't you get a toupee with some brains? There's more polarization. But one thing, too, Ben, that I, I wanted to cover, this is, and I don't want to bring up the autism debate, but we talk about media and how how well they they figure out ways to suppress info and to confuse people, even if you 
had the brain to look into the autism thing, National Autism Awareness Day. Mm-hmm. Now, we know thimerosals in these vaccines, not just the children's vaccines, yeah. but the, the flu vaccines all over the place. They it's say it, they took them out, but they're lying. They say they took them out, right? Even if they did take them out, how long do you think it would take to get research? How many years would it take to start seeing the decline in the trend? I don't know, 10, 15 years? That's what you can compare it to what's been going on mm-hmm. for 20 years? Yeah. Listen to this doctor, and this is why this clip hit me so hard. This is why people are so in the dark and just don't question things. Listen to this doctor and how he, what he says. Well, there is an increase in uh, the rate of autism. Uh, when I first began research years ago, it was about 1 in 2,000. Now it's estimated that it's about 1 in 150. Okay, so years ago, years Way ago. Way less than 150. Okay, even still. Yes. Let's, let's just take this idiot's word for, okay. for Bible. Years ago, he looked at the numbers. They had increased. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. So that's an alarming difference. The cause is still unknown. Most researchers agree it is partly genetic, but what triggers autism is still not known. Dr. Corshane talks about the theory that early childhood vaccines may trigger autism. One of the concerns was thimerosal, which is a, a chemical that was used as a preservative in vaccines. The concern about thimerosal as a possible cause or trigger for autism is, is now concerned, considered to be uh, really uh, rejected because it's no longer in the vaccines and the rates of autism remain high. Okay. Bullshit. He hasn't talked anything about how long it's been out, when it was when was it taking out, how long has it been out of the vaccines, what percentage of vaccines it was taken out of, and how many how can you justify that statement if you have no studies to prove it? According to what that, study? Not only that, but it's just kind of it's not just the metrosol that's in the vaccines. There there are metals in there. There's you know, all types of, of mold and formaldehyde that are in there, too. It's, it's, it's there's all massive. kinds of things. You're right. There's all those things, too. Incredible. He didn't even it's mention there. that there's mercury in the back. He didn't see this dimerosol, um, um, which is a preservative. He didn't even say that it has mercury in it. Yeah. But again, this is a problem today. We see trends up until today. When did you take the dimerosol out? And how could, even if you took it out four years ago, how could you possibly say that now we know it's bunk and that didn't cause the autism because we have four years of data? It's been going on for over 20 years. Yeah. And I don't know whose payroll this guy's on. Probably Merck or AstraZeneca or one of the, you know, big 10 big pharma companies. But this is obviously yeah. bull crap completely um well either either he's not smart enough to know what he's saying is ridiculous or he's getting paid to say that it has to be because nobody would go off a limb and say for 30 years we have studies saying x however we just changed something and we know that it couldn't have been this because we have however many years so he didn't even say that yeah it's crazy this this is mind-boggling and this this is the kind of stuff that you saw all day up until the larry king jenny mccarthy interview this is what you saw all day on very, national autism awareness day very very bizarre it's very um, sad but i didn't want to get this this ahead, article I'm sorry. because no it's it's fine I'm losing it it's it's very important uh but i wanted to get this article on because we did tell everybody that we were going to be talking about this a marijuana college yes we're talking about natural drugs here. how do you apply how do you get into a marijuana college it's probably, it's probably pretty simple but <laughs> do you have marijuana, to smoke or something marijuana university university offers quote-unquote higher education that's a dumb pun <laughs> a private san francisco area university dedicated to the study of cannabis industry is giving a whole new meaning to a higher education ha 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 at Oaksterdam university so-called after the nickname locals have given to oakland students learn how to grow harvest 
and cook marijuana as well as dispense it to others. They, they learn how to deal marijuana. <laughs> the goal, say administrators, is to educate consumers about the benefits of the mind-altering plant and encourage graduates to uh, start their own dispensaries in California, even though possession remains prohibited under evil federal law. The university, which is modeled on a similar school in Amsterdam, opened in, in November, has recently begun offering uh, classes in Los Angeles. On a recent day, a group of students gathered in a former uh, far pharmacy in downtown Oakland for a class that included topics such as the politics of marijuana, horticulture, and bud tending. So this is a really, really interesting thing that's going on there. God bless well, them for doing that. The other thing, too, is how, what exactly do you do after you get this degree? If you attain a, I don't know, a cannabis or marijuana degree, what exactly can you, you know, what fields can you go into other than marijuana fields? You know, what could you do with this degree? Nothing, really. It's probably it's probably just, a you know, an educational course for anybody that wants to take it. You know, there's probably... Probably all types of different people, walks of life, just go in there and yeah. want to learn how to how to grow properly, how to um, how to cure buds properly, and yeah. other things like that. So, well, you know, if it, my stance on the whole marijuana situation, Ben, is that it, it boggles my mind how we can sit here and look at autism and how vaccines can be causing or triggering symptoms that can cause autism in vaccine in, in, in today's society, and yet the government wants to make it mandatory to have vaccines. Yet. Uh, Marijuana is looked at as this like this really outcast child where every day today another study came out saying Australian you know facilities that came out and said that marijuana you know makes your brain smaller or something like that. All you hear about marijuana is how bad it is. It's okay to have you know dimerosol vaccines. It's okay to have aspartame and soda. It's okay to you know things have turn into formaldehyde. Eight out of ten uh, children that are in foster care on a cocktail of psychotropic yeah. drugs. That's okay. It's okay to have fluoride in water. It's okay to split depleted uranium over in Afghanistan and Iraq. But marijuana is shameful because it kills nobody ever. And I don't know. It has medicinal benefits, so it obviously should be outcast in the mainstream media. And it is all the time. It is probably the most misunderstood drug in the world as far as the United States media goes i don't goes smoke well. marijuana it makes me paranoid but i think it should be legalized george washington smoked it and it has thousands it's a miracle drug yeah. much bigger than aspirin it's yeah. great to have alex here on the it's great thank you alex appreciate that little insight there uh so, you know, once again, folks, uh, we want you to contribute to the show at forums at animalfarmshow.com, top right corner. You'll see the forums button. Rick, uh, can't get back to you. I know you're still on the line there. Thank you for the information. Uh, prestigepublications.com, I think was the website, but please, Rick, if you can, email it to us and or, more importantly, folks, go to the forums. Become one with the farm, as Benjamin says. Yes. Any last-minute words, Ben? No. It's been a pleasure, and so good to have you back. Folks, we, sh we shall be here Thursday, hopefully Lorelei. Uh, if you're good, if you, you know, if you say your prayers and eat your, your cereal and your breakfast, <laughs> we will have Laura Lai. Hopefully, Charles Ren is right. So, for Ben, the pie, I am Tony Pack saying goodnight. And the dissent in your government is as American as apple pie. Stay tuned. See you Thursday. Take care, guys. Thank you. Goodbye.